constipation. How many of us suffer with constipation? Now, I take Movantic daily. I also, and, and sometimes it's difficult because I've had days where I'm up, days where I'm not, but I, I have a bottle of water where I make, um, I pour, and I know there's no scientific proof for it for collagen, but I use vital proteins. I pour a scoop of vital proteins, a scoop of Miralax, and this thing, it's called Soleil. My mat specialist introduced me to it. It's just, it's like Himalayan salt mixed in water and you stir it up and I do a teaspoon of that in there. Hey, <laughs> my fascial, uh, my fasciologist recommended the collagen and my mat specialist recommended the salt. And you know what? They're the ones that have me up and walking. So I'm going to listen. And I'd also like to think because I decided to carve out my own treatment plan, maybe I had a little something to do with it too. My determination. I don't know. <laughs> my my attaboy might pat me on my own back. Got to every now and then. Got to give us encouragement. They, uh, thrive on the positives, right? So constipation. How do we deal with it? Now, when I was growing up, my grandmother and I, you know, she would sit on the toilet for hours at a time. 11 hours was one of the longest that we clocked her. Uh, and she would eat, you know, Thanksgiving dinner on the toilet. She'd eat her meal on the toilet. She'd have her coffee and toast on the toilet. Sad thing is, you know, that her children were enablers and that's a road we don't need to go down right now, but rather than get her the help I felt she needed, and I was stopped at every avenue and I tried to suggest, let's get her help. They just let her go without bathing, without brushing her teeth, without cutting her hair. Um, it, it was a sad way for me to see this woman live. But she sat on the toilet and she sat there for so long that hernias, because when you're sitting there in an open hole, things are going to drop down. And she had hernias and she could fall asleep on the toilet, but she had a phone right there and she could always talk on the telephone. Well, one day my mom couldn't get in touch with her and she lived in an apartment complex. So my mom called the manager and said, would you please go check on my mother? So they went to do so. Well, the bathroom was at the top of the steps and my, uh, and the door, when you open the door, you could look right up the steps and look into the restroom. Well, my grandmother lived alone, so she didn't shut the door. Well, the apartment manager opens the door looks up the stairs and sees my grandmother sitting on the toilet, not moving, doesn't respond, and they think she's dead. So they call my mother, my mother's husband at the time. He, <laughs> I've got stories about him, but he said, never fear, she's not dead. If she were dead, she would have toppled over. Because she's sitting, she's just sleeping. So my mother finished out her day and then went to go check on my grandmother. So that, my friends, is why I don't, I don't 
teeter too long in the restroom because I like to get in and get out. And a lot of times it's a horrific experience trying to use the restroom. Now, um, have you ever heard the term, I, I excuse my, my language here, but feels like you're shitting a brick? Well, I've been there. And that's a miserable experience, a miserable experience to where, I, I mean, not to be, but I'm just going to tell you like it is, I, where you just are begging somebody to pull it out of you because you're just in misery. You've had laxatives, calcium mitigate, nothing's working and the doctors don't seem to care. So I worked with a nutritionist. She, you know, helped me. I mean, the logical things, Christy, you need to eat. So, you know, I had to get up and make myself breakfast and this, that, and the other. And then I got bedridden and I felt bad asking people to bring me food. So I just didn't eat and I just never had much of an appetite. Well, I'm learning why now. And again, patient's perspective here. The fascial adhesions. Now, I worked with the nutritionist. I, you know, analyzed the uh, fecal matter because she, you know, that's what she did. And so I learned a lot about it, more than probably necessary. But I learned how it was supposed to look and what it was supposed to do. And I was using the restroom more because I was eating, but it still never felt complete. Well, working with my fasciologist, she would work on my stomach. And every time she was in my abdomen, she's like, oh, there's the adhesion. You're going to get your appetite back now. Or she'd release an adhesion and she'd say, expect to feel like you had the flu for a couple of days and you're going to be releasing some matter that's been in you for quite some time and it's not going to be pretty. Well, I kept waiting and I kept waiting and nothing really transpired a little bit and then it would stop. I'd get my appetite back, but then I would still feel full and could still never completely evacuate, I guess. I, I just couldn't get everything out and I just felt miserable still wasn't doing well and I don't know how uh, I'm working now but I will tell you that what happened was my fasciologist released the adhesions and she got rid of some major big ones last night and I have gotten an appetite back and I've been using the restroom but I had to see my mat specialist as well now, remember, I've had colonoscopies, not been cleaned out. Doctor turned me away. I have begged to have something looked at, but they just turned me away. How bad is being constipated affecting you right now? You surely don't feel well, about, I bet, you know, I bet it hurts. What I realized was the transverse abdominus and you can call it transversus, abdominals, what different muscles, but it's that muscle that's going down the side of your belly button from, I guess, the right about from under the breastbone all the way down. Well, Mary Jane, my mat specialist, activated it. And when she activated it, that pain in my stomach subsided and I was able to use the restroom. And then it stopped. Well, it took a combination of removing that fascial adhesion, several of them, because remember, I had a baby, 
and I didn't have enough amniotic fluid, and there's that visceral fascia in your stomach that's all goopy, that's protecting all those vital organs and your diaphragm, and has affected your breathing if it's adhesed. So it has taken the village to keep me going, but now that pain and my transverse abdominis isn't that bad. I haven't had it since that adhesion was released and I've been able to use the restroom. I now need to like sit in there a little bit longer. I have that fear because, you know, my grandmother sat in there and, you know, you always try to not duplicate what you've seen that, you know, in your past because I, you know, my mom always said, depression runs in the family. Don't be like us. You know, you can't take medication and you can't take to the bed, but we can, but you need to fight it. That was the way I was always taught. You can't fight through this. You do and you're in misery. And then what happens? You end up possibly where I was in the state of trauma that I was in November, 2021 unable to walk and talk. So there you have it, my friends. It is a combination. If you are constipated, you're taking medication for it. Take a look at it possibly being a fascial adhesion, preventing you from eliminating your body of that waste. And maybe that transverse abdominis it working the way it should be because it's been adhesed by fascia. Give it a thought. I'll leave you on that note. Christy Lynn Hanchy, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.